I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. <laughs> hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod. Joined as always by my co-host, Karen, and we're live on a Tuesday, doing some podcasting mm-hmm. in the afternoon. Yes, sir. Find us wherever you find podcasts. Look in the show notes. Do all that stuff. Buy merch. Go to our website. Vote in the polls. Become premium. Follow whatever. us on Crowdcast. Follow us on Crowdcast. Follow us on social medias. Okay, mm-hmm. we we all over at the place, and people are enjoying our social media lately. I've been reposting the pictures that great uncle bob the photoshops that he makes <laughs> yesterday been on them. yesterday he made one for uh keith league as omar like omar <laughs> coming and i posted it and we're having a ball on social media right now so make sure y'all check that out uh the official weapon of the show is the f- the phone jail that's correct <laughs> think about that thing yeah you did but you got it <laughs> and the unofficial sport bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and now we banter Banter time. Karen, what's going on with you over there? Uh nothing much. Uh I just got a few a uh, few things. Okay. I, I know just uh, a few. Yeah, just a few. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh I have you ever like moved and like stretched and heard your body pop so loud you wonder if anybody else heard it outside of you? I wonder when you like move and you like you hear like that popping sound, you know, just from being older. I wonder is it something that only you can hear internally, or is it just loud enough where everybody be like, "Damn, bitch, uh, <laughs> you old." So I haven't had that experience yet. I don't pop uh, yet. You know, knock on wood. Hope I hope to keep that streak alive. But, <laughs> me too. Um, uh, wait, what no, do you no, mean no. me too? You I, just said you was popping. No, no, no. You said you hope to keep that streak alive, and I'm agreeing with you. Me too. I hope you keep that streak oh, alive okay. too. I'm about to say, you're not in this club. No, I'm not in this club. I'm not in your club. But, um, yeah, I hope to keep that streak alive. Uh, but I know people can hear because I remember watching a TikTok, and this woman was trying to show people, like, either a dance or a fitness move that she does. Mm-hmm. And all the comments was just about how loud her knees was popping. <laughs> oh, oh, so people can hear it. Okay. I, and I've always wondered that because normally when it happens to me, I'm normally by myself. So I don't, I don't I'm like I, I, I like, I hear it, but I don't know, you know, if anybody else could hear it I mean, it apparently it can be loud enough for it to be caught on video and for people to be like, fuck whatever you was just trying to show us. <laughs> we want to talk about your old ass knees. <laughs> and they roasted her. She reposted it too. I would have deleted that shit out of embarrassment but she showed the world she was embracing it what else the fuck you supposed to do (laughs) delete it and take it down and be like i wanted to show y'all a dance move i don't want y'all to roast my knees in the comments but (laughs) you know she wrote she put it in stride good for her (laughs) yes good for her because i'd have been like y'all niggas live long enough y'all knees might pop too Mm -hmm. so hey uh also i uh got some new uh hair I guess you call them hair bands mm-hmm. because I have hair bands, 
but I was looking on YouTube and I like to periodically uh, go through like YouTube tutorials about, you know, hair and natural hair, how to take care of it and stuff like that. So I, you know, I, I picked up tips and things like that. And one of the people suggested, uh, for people with natural hair, particularly with hair like mine, my hair is very curly. So when it comes to like putting my hair in a ponytail or putting my hair in like uh, pigtails and things like that, I have to use uh, certain types of uh, bands. <coughs> because if I don't my hair since my hair is curly my hair wraps around the bands like it's like no bitch we here to stay and it's like a struggle trying to get it to like separate and cut loose mm -hmm. you know it kind of will get up underneath it in between them and it's just very very frustrating so I found some that I like but the person suggested something that I never tried before they suggested silk ones so I found me some silk ones that are actually highly rated and really good quality I'll, I'll, I'll keep y'all informed about it that I'm going to start using uh, so that, you know, it, it catches my, so that, because uh, I, you know, I use like a silk a bonnet. Like I have a bonnet, but the inside of the bonnet is silk. You know, we have silk pillows and things like that because I can't speak about nobody else, but child, my edges is, is like a super sensitive. It's like you rub them the wrong way. They're like, child, I'm going with the wind, you know, so, you, so I have to be like really tentative mm -hmm. to them. They're like pop and break. And it's, it's a whole, it's a whole shabam, which, which is fine, but it's just my, my texture of hair just happens to be like that. And I'm aware of that. So, you know, I know my hair. And so I'm going to uh, try these and hopefully it will be a uh, good experience. But yeah, but, but you don't even have to have my texture hair. Just just use silk rubber bands, your hair won't get tangled. Like, cause you know, it's silk. So it'll, it'll, it'll slip and slide his ass right on off of there. You don't have to struggle, have to cut rubber bands and all that type of shit. You probably, probably people that have small children, it's probably the best thing. Cause the last thing you wanna be doing is sit here trying to get your baby's hair untangled. They crying and hollering, you know, it's, you know, stuff like that. Cause they frustrated and you get frustrated and it becomes a whole fucking shadu. So, you know, anything to, to make it easy Easier, you know, for myself and for y'all. That's why I'm sharing my tips. And my, the last thing uh, I wanted to share, uh, shout out to Fat Kids Deals. I think they heard I heard our conversation the other day about the steam mop. So I was looking online. It was like, yeah, we got a good old sale on a steam mop. Use this code. It's like, it's, it's like, it's like more than half off. I was like, bitch, I'm buying it. And I retweeted them. I said, what you, you must have been reading my mind because we're just talking about this. So my steam mop showed up, y'all. So I'm be steam mopping this bitch up. All right. Uh, I want to see it get used. Okay. Mm -hmm. I want to see, like, I want to see some, some steam mopping going on around here. <laughs> Because, uh, you know, we done paid for it now. Yeah, we done paid for it. Shout out to Fat Kid Deals. Shout out. Yes, they shout listening. out. I clear they be listening. Be reading my mind. Uh, For my banter, I'll go through it just real quick. My iPhone arrived today. And I have to say, man, like I know it, it's sure Samsung or somebody, whoever ever makes phones, everybody, you know, is really brand loyal and everybody's so fucking disrespectful to the people that don't own the type of phone that they own which you paid for motherfuckers you paid for it yeah no, they didn't give it to you they did not give it to you anyway my point being i do want to give apple so much credit because the reason i like their stuff is not about it being the most advanced or the cutting edge or like i can program it myself i don't want to do all that nope the ability to switch over to the new phone was so easy it was so easy. It was so easy to trade in and all that stuff. Um, like, it comes with, like, a, hey, mail your other phone back, and, and then you won't have to pay as much a month for your new phone. Um, and then it also, like, 
like when you log into it, it immediately like turn when you turn it on, the other phone recognizes it. it's like you want to transfer everything from this phone? Yes. Oh, you start the process that. right there. Um it, you take a little like you put the camera, like something pops up on the new phone, you put your camera on it, it's like boom, this the phone you want everything else on, boom, you want your phone number moved over, boom. Mm-hmm. You want your all your accounts moved over. Every it was crazy. There's pictures on there that I literally had just taken because sometimes when I when the when you live in a black part of town and you go get gas and you hit that give me the receipt button. Yes. And they'd be like, come in and see the cashier. Bitch, I don't want to see the cashier. That shit is as reliable as James Harden in the late playoffs fourth quarter. Like it's just I don't know if they ever put the receipts in there. I don't know if they were ever if the receipt paper was ever in the in the thing when it opened up. It's just like they go to the black part town and be like, no one needs receipts. Right, because so, you go to certain parts of town, the paper's always there. <laughs> yeah, white people, put, they got they got paper privilege on the white side of town. Yeah, you you see receipts flying everywhere. They don't even want them. They print out so much. So what the fuck? Anyway, uh, so I've gotten used to just, I take a screenshot with my phone now. Sometimes I don't even hit the button. I just, if really I hit the button just to see now. I don't need it. I just, like I'm wasting paper, but I'm just like, it's no way it's in here. And I'm always right. So I've never wasted any paper for real, but I take a <laughs> screenshot of it. And so, you know, I, I took your car out and put some, uh, you know, put the air in the tires and, and got the gas and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, no problem. No problem. And um, I'm and, and so then I'm on my way home. You know, my phone arrives. I'm, I'm doing everything. I turn the new phone. Once it gets set up, I hit the new phone picture already in there the picture from the fucking gas station i took like 10 minutes before i guess they said you pay for the cloud <laughs> damn like is what it, and it did it said it, it didn't even upload it from the cloud you can pick do i want to back it up from the cloud or do i want to pick from the actual phone i have in my hand and you also oh, recognize the phone it just moved everything saying. over i think it took seven minutes total to move every all, all my apps started they have downloading. streamlined that a lot compared to how yeah, it used to be and i yeah. think for people that shit on Apple, and I know they shit on Apple because people are talking shit to them, and and yeah. now and now it's you know some who did what first type shit, and motherfuckers are you know it's it's, it's some Middle East beef at this point. <laughs> ain't it though? Ain't and never gonna be over. I refuse to get involved in that mm-hmm. shit. But the re one of the things that happens is people denigrate Apple so much that they the thing that people like about Apple is that it's so easy yes it's made for people it's just like very me. intuitive mm-hmm. it's and, made for people like me you know i used to fret over changing phones i'm like fuck i gotta do and then yeah. i gotta do this and then i gotta back it on my computer yeah. then i gotta undownload it, it from my, yes and there's my phone mess. now i gotta call a number to get my phone mm-hmm. to move the right phone number over and now oh someone called me both phones is ringing what the fuck oh i left mm-hmm. the house it don't got data i remember that it was this a was, mess this was so easy and i think that's why people Fuck with Apple. Um, we early voted today. We did. Very easy. It is a super low turnout year. Because mm-hmm. it's an off-season, off-cycle election. Um, every office is local for us. Like, we didn't have any, like, governor, mm-hmm. senator, congressman. It's every, all. Everything is, like, with, with within Mecklenburg County. <laughs> it's everybody in, basically within your city. Like, our mayor, city council, school board. And a $2.5 billion bond for schools. Yes. $2.5 billion. 
would a bee, motherfucker. We've never had a bond this big. I say yes. I say yes for the roads. I say yes for the schools. Fuck it, you're going to raise my taxes anyway. Yes. The wild part is that only like, if I'm not mistaken, 1.5% of people, no, 1.4% of people are voting right now, have voted right now. That's all? As of yesterday. Wow. And when me and Roger went, bitch, it was just me and him and the poll workers. That The poll workers could have had a whole ass party and nobody would have known. My vote count extra hard today. Right? Because nobody's fucking using it, you know? And it's super important. Um, so I just I just think it's kind of like one of those things where people aren't going to um, vote, but this is the times where it's important. These are your local elections. It's also where I call bullshit on the people that go, don't tell us to vote about president or not president and all this shit because we vote locally. No, you don't. The numbers say you don't. The numbers say you don't do shit unless it's a presidential election. I won't see the receipts. You can go look up your, go to myballot.com. You can go look up all your elections that you voted in and it'll tell you which years you voted, any that you missed, all this stuff. Keeps a track of it. Um, and I guarantee you people not doing this shit because the numbers don't make sense, man. Mm-hmm. But um, I was happy that we voted and, yeah, and these as are it's the, tradition. These are the elections that matter. Like, I don't know why people think the president is the only one that fucking matters. The people that matter, everybody be complaining about, why they banning books? Bitch, vote. This is the time to vote them motherfuckers out of office because now is the time when nothing but school board members is running and shit like that. And something me and Roger talked about, too. Actually, uh, listen to your local uh, news and local radio stations like NPR and things like that to talk about politics or and, and or sign up for like your local uh, Democratic uh, Party and kind of get in their thing because we get like flyers and all this stuff and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And Roger was, said, said something which I didn't even think about. He was saying that they had an article that was like, these are like uh, 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 Republicans that people think are Democrats because of their names. Well, I was going to say... But again, Karen stole my thing oh, my just bad. now. But um, so I listen to our local Charlotte talks. If you have a city <clears throat> and y'all have a like a podcast or something about your local politics, I highly, highly suggest you listen to it. And what I found out through like some um, local news that I like also support your local papers. I, I, I subscribe to the QC Nerve website. It's about the Queen City, you know, news and stuff. It's a pretty liberal uh, publication. We also, I also signed up for Charlotte Observer. Anyway, all this to say, found out we have three people running for school board that might be secret ban the books type Republicans. And they've tracked them down to like, using the same P.O. box that Republicans use in in the in the state elections to try to, like, run for, for governors and congresspeople and stuff. These motherfuckers literally are just running, trying to sneak onto the school board. Our city is blue as fuck. We have one Republican city council member, period. And that motherfucker won by, like, less than 300 votes last time. So this is a pretty blue city. And for these motherfuckers to try to sneak their ass onto the school board, hoping you just don't pay attention. And it might happen because Mm -hmm. most people don't pay attention Mm -hmm. if they pick any of those names at all because they haven't done any research. Um, The things that help for us is Congressional Black Caucus um, sends out a flyer 
to us in our neighborhood. I check that one out every time. Mm-hmm. It's normally pretty much where I want to vote, um, who I want to vote for. But um, also just your local elections and stuff, you know, so pay attention to that local information. Yeah, if your state allows you to early vote, get your ass out there and vote because a lot of states don't. Lastly, it's the last day of October. It's Halloween. Mm -hmm. So you know what that means for tomorrow. It's officially all I want for Christmas Day. Mariah's back. It's back tomorrow. So I hope y'all. Hope y'all prepared. Hope y'all ready. She getting ready to be number one for the next two and a half months, three months. It's finna be everywhere. Finna be everywhere. Every store you go to, if you go in the IHOP Every at a restaurant, restaurant yeah. any any grocery Radio store. station you listen to. It's on, okay? It's gonna I'm be. here for it. I don't know why. I just, I just love that song. It don't bother me. We don't get Rick Road. We get Mariah Road around here. Come on. We know what it is. All right, let's get into, uh, let's get into some news. about things that are happening um the first thing i wanted to talk about is actually a little off the beaten path but it was something that um it's one of those things you can only talk about on a podcast anyway because i think any online conversation is going to definitely get like tangled with a bunch of shit but there's this bridgerton actress um i think her name is ruby barker and she was interviewed on a podcast and she was talking about how she had two psychotic breaks she says from the show she's blaming bridgerton and she calls out netflix and shondaland for not offering support i was deteriorating while filming she says um she called out Shondaland and Netflix for failing to support her during two psychotic breaks that occurred in the wake of the romance series blockbuster success. Barker has a, was a series regular during the show's first season and returned as a guest actor for season two. Okay. She played Marina, a Featherington uh, cousin whose scandalous pregnancy makes her the social pariah of the Regency era London. Barker said her first psychotic break occurred in 2019 after she wrapped production on Bridgerton season one. A second one occurred in 2022. The actor says she got no support from Netflix. Not a single person from Netflix, not a single person from Shondaland since I have had two psychotic breaks from that show have ever contact, even contacted me or even emailed me to ask if I was okay or if I would benefit from any sort of aftercare or support, she said during an interview with Oxford University's Loaf podcast. Uh, nobody. Um, what's interesting is like she's still currently in the like in a mental health facility i believe still in the hospital which she did this podcast Mm -hmm. which is like a interesting place for the podcast to go um right but um yeah she said her mental health started declining during the filming of bridgerton she claimed her character's isolated nature negatively impacted her during filming i was deteriorating 
And I was really, I was a, it was a really tormenting place for me because my character was very alienated, very ostracized on her own under these horrible circumstances. When I went into the hospital a week after shooting Bridget in season one, it was really covered up and kept on the download because the show was going to be coming out. She continued on the podcast. In the run up to the show coming out, I was just coming up out from the hospital. My Instagram following was going up. I had all these engagements to do. Uh, my life was changing drastically overnight, and yet there was still no support, and there still hasn't been any support all that time. So I was really trying really, really hard to act like it was okay and that I could work and that it wasn't a problem. She alluded to her psychotic breaks in a May 2022 Instagram post. So this is three years after the filming of the, the first season. Okay. Um, she disclosed she was really unwell for a long time and had been struggling since Bridgerton. She thanked Netflix at the time for saving her by casting her in Bridgerton, but now she is criticizing the streamer for not supporting her. I mean, so for the, they should have known in 2022, you're making Instagram posts thanking them for the, they should have known somehow. <clears throat> I'm in hospital, I'm in a hospital for at the minute and I'm going to be discharged soon and hopefully get to continue with my life. She told her followers at the time I was rage filled, angry, all this intergenerational trauma bundled up inside of me. I was carrying the weight of the world on my back. And now I'm at the point where I have a diagnosis. Yeah, I believe her. She in the podcast, she goes on to say how like her father died during all this at some point. Uh, now on the Love podcast, she says she had no support from studios behind Bridgerton and had to promote the show through a distressing period of her life. It's almost like I had this metaphorical, invisible gun to my head to sell this show because this show is bubbly and fun. I don't want to come out and poo-poo on that because I'll never work again. Um, so that's the article. But so this is the thing I was thinking. Because I feel like this is kind of like the Lizzo thing, a uh, kind of thing we talk about sometimes generationally, mm -hmm. how it manifests. I think also social media and stuff like that. It's always kind of weird to me how much people expect a workplace or a job to do for them outside of the job. Yes. And me and you talked about this. And I guess we kind of agree. I guess kind of agree, kind of disagree. But to an extent, it's a generational thing. And also, this is the thing, all jokes aside, they sell people when it comes to the company. They sell people the lie of we're a family, you know, like like they promote, like some companies, that's their thing. They actually promote that. that they're like, we are. And then when some real shit happened and they can't do the shit that they quote unquote claim like a real family wouldn't. And the thing is, People have different definitions of what a family is and what a family should do and the expectations of a family. People have good relationships with family. People have fucked up relationships with family. And so it's like, no, you don't have to be nasty and mean. But I think the, I think the establishment of you perform a task and I pay you for it, the end. And I think that a lot of people have these expectations where now they expect their job to be socially conscious. They expect their job to like do all these things to an, to an extent I understand, but they expect their job to do all these things that were never placed on jobs before. Nobody had this expectation of these jobs doing these things before. And to me, I feel as though people believe it, they fall for it. And then some shit happened and then jobs do what jobs do protect itself you know, and now all of a sudden they're the quote unquote bad guy for not 
knowing and reading your mind and all these other things. So I think we do disagree. The problem I have with that is I didn't see where she cited any promise they broke. Like where she's like, they said they do this or they said it was a family and they're not checking on me or something like that. And I think she's still in the hospital. And I think I, I wonder if she's still going through some things mentally and when your brain is going through things like depression, anxiety, all this stuff, I've dealt with it myself. I've watched other people deal with it all the time. Online is giving us a window into it. There's this kind of thing where your brain will put things on people that they didn't even ask for. You know, like we've seen the people that post like this sad post of like, you know, people talk about checking on your strong friends. No one's checking on me. No one cares about me. And don't respond to this and don't say anything. And you're like, this. your brain is doing a number on you. What you're saying is incongruent. You can't at once want attention and not want attention. And I think I don't feel like this is a workplace that uh, basically misled her and she expected something that the workplace basically failed to come through on. This sounds like because of, you know, working in TV and stuff, uh, you're basically a contract hire. So it's not like a nine to five. You don't see these people again. Da, da, da. You do your job. You pretty much go home and you live your life. You know, game theory is over. We might tap in through a text or something with our coworkers, but if if I was in the hospital for something, I don't expect and I, I wouldn't be upset. Like, I can't yeah. believe these motherfuckers didn't come to the hospital for me. I feel like this is the psychosis talking. Yeah, and also, I you know, when you also dealing with people where feelings of effects some they might not have said that but that might be how that person feels and because they yeah, feel that but, way they put that expect they put this but so, you so said, so they put yeah, that you unrealistic said, expectation like, the workplace them. puts this out there and i'm saying this don't feel like a the workplace put this out here and she just the problem is she believed the workplace she, i feel like she walked into the job or during her psychosis her breakdown she something in her obsessed about the workplace being like why isn't netflix coming to save me because uh it, it reminds me a little bit of what we talked about with the boston celtics and how nia long was like they didn't contact me they didn't so why didn't they why are they embarrassing me and it's like because you don't fucking work here and we're not gonna allow your husband or boyfriend or father of your child, we're not going to allow him to sexually harass people at work and we sweep it under the rug right. because we don't want to, we want to protect Nia Long's feelings who doesn't even fucking work here. And now we've created a even worse culture of silence and secrecy around this shit because doing right by you means whatever it takes to keep you from being embarrassed. So like to me, Nia Long had an unrealistic expectation of the workplace that they didn't put out there. You see what I'm saying? Like, and, they, and, 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 so that's what and, I'm wondering if I did because because I feel like if she would have said they told me this and then I and then they let me down, I would 100 percent agree with you that, oh, this workplace overpromised and didn't deliver. I don't know that they ever even promised this. Yeah. And also because uh, we had kind of talked about this before. Also, for some people, they feel like things like this are private. They don't want to share. They don't want you to know. People already have 
you know, stigmas and shit that they do. They, they, they see people online. They see what they say when people say these things. So you have some people that go, no, don't call me. Don't contact me. Don't check on me. Let me handle this myself. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's almost like, what is the job well, supposed so to do? That's the other thing too, right? Because let's imagine a world where they reach out and check on you and, and they're, they are in your business. There's going to be a shit ton of people that go, this is a violation of my privacy. Right. I'm having a mental health thing with me and my family and my personal time. This ain't got, I did the job. I did the job. Leave me the fuck alone. I need to deal with whatever I'm dealing with on my own. You know, this thing of her saying, like, they basically covered it up. But how? Did they right, cover it you up? Need proof of that. You know what I mean? Like, did mm-hmm. they? Because she may have proof, and maybe she's just not communicating right. it. But like, agreed. Is there an email where they told you not to talk about it? Is right. there? You know, because I think this is something, especially in the age of social media, that people are taking on now, and it's not really. We haven't gotten to a place to discuss it yet. But kind of like the Lizzo thing, there's an assumption that the other people are psychic. Yes, and, and that they and know. And it takes on this level because we all project that we know everything and we got every answer and it's all fucking simple to us. Therapy and fucking check on with strong friends and everything will work itself out. Nobody will commit suicide or any of this shit. Um, and it's just, it's not true, number mm-hmm. one. We aren't psychic. Mm-hmm. I've worked with the wokest motherfuckers. I've worked with the least woke motherfuckers. And if I'm, being, if I'm being frank, the workplace environment is just one of conflict because you're bringing together a bunch of people that wouldn't other be wouldn't be together otherwise if not for the job. Uh, right. And the money is for that. Mhm. And so but but different people have different ideas of what a workplace should be. We don't even all agree on that shit. Mm-mm. Um and like I said, I've been in places where everybody read all the bell hooks and it still was people like fuck this motherfucker and fuck them back and fuck they you know so my point being, I don't know how much of this is like from a reliable narrator because you're still yeah. going through it. Right. And it feels a little bit like when you see those people that post something super personal on social media and they tell people don't respond. And you're like, this isn't your fucking journal. Mm-mm. You just put this out into the world because the Internet ain't private. No, it's no not. No matter what you, settings you have, it ain't. Mm-mm. And whether did you want to fight everybody today? Is that what happened? You don't, you don't want to admit it to yourself, but you woke up wanting a distraction from whatever's going on in your life. So you want to spend all day battling people in the comments because what you ask for is not something anyone ever gets. And when they do get it, you know what they do? The next post, nobody cares about me. Y'all didn't say anything. You know, it's that kind of thing. And I feel like she's giving that vibe to me. Yeah, and also for a lot of people, particularly like like you said, when you're in your own brain and no mind, and like I've been through the process, I've been depressed and things like that. And it's one of those things where it's never enough. Like like whatever happens, even if they say, even if they do everything that you quote unquote claim that they want, for some people I know, it is not enough. I know we've all seen it, mm-hmm. and that's one of the reasons I say you can talk about it here. I don't even want to talk about it on social media Mm-mm. because I saw I posted this article. I saw people going back and forth in the comments. I don't want to talk about it there because half half of these motherfuckers are like this. Yes. You know, and I'm not saying it from a place of judgment. I mm-hmm. used to be like this. I, I've been I like used to have too. these unrealistic expectations of like people to be like, they should know, even though I'm not saying things aren't okay, they should know it's not okay. They should, and, and, I, and I, I abdicated responsibility for my own okay. 
Right. You know what I mean? And you shouldn't do that. You know what I mean? And it takes a while to see that, I'm mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. I don't know how old this person is or, and what their struggles are necessarily. But, like, there's a period of time where you realize, like, people say you reach 40 and you stop giving a fuck. And I don't necessarily feel like I don't give a fuck. Yeah, you care, but you care about different things. But the thing I will say is I know me. Mm-hmm. I know my baseline and I know what I want it to be. But the big thing that I learned was not that to stop giving a fuck. It's like I have to be the one to give a fuck about me. Yes, yes. I, I can't let it. It's not up to other people to give a fuck. It's not up to me to convince them to give a fuck. Ultimately, what they eat don't make me shit. What they say don't shouldn't shouldn't change me in that type of way. You know, the casual things people do and say to each other. Um, I don't need to convince everybody I'm a good person. I don't need to spend all day arguing with people. Nope. But one of the things when you realize you the one that you the only one that's required to give a fuck about you, you start realizing like, well, there's not a gun to my head making me be happy in these interviews. There's, I, if I don't want to do the interviews, I don't. Now, as she said, I might not work again if I do that. Well, maybe you shouldn't want to do this job if it's fucking you up this bad. If you can't handle this job, it's okay. You know, Bossy talks about this all the time. We talk, like, privately sometimes. But she's like, you know, one of the biggest things that people fucked up with mental health advocacy is trying to just say, well, people can do anything regardless of their mental health situation. And she's like, but that's not true. And it's okay. The 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 thing the thing you have to get to is the it's okay part. Not the we don't need to pretend that everything is equal and the same. It's like if I know, if I if I know me and my therapist have talked and I know that taking a stressful job is not something I can do at this moment or possibly ever, then I just don't take the stressful job. I don't take the job and then go, it's the job's fault. No, I know I can't, I shouldn't be doing this, you know? Yeah. And so that's where I come down on it is like, I don't think it's a reasonable expectation to expect these motherfuckers to come during, after you've done filming, which is contract work. Yes. This is not a nine to five job. This isn't, you get health insurance through SAG. You don't get health insurance through Shondaland or Netflix. They don't employ you like an employee. You basically, we are filming for 13 weeks. You'll be here for six of them. You go back to your life. That's the gig. So even if you, think this would be reasonable in an office setting or a 40 hour job week 40 hour a week job in this setting it's almost even more unexpected because it really is like maybe we'll get a season two and we'll see you again it's not a this is not a consistent workplace of friends and family and 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 we see you all the time in and outside the office it's not like that so it does make me wonder like how much of this is just expectations and how much of it is, like I said, possibly you're still going through it. And this is what sounds reasonable to you right now. But even this might not have fixed anything. Yeah, I think it's a collaboration of a little bit of part A and a little bit of part B. And I find funny once you kind of get that, that's that gray shit that don't nobody really want to talk about because you know, for some people, they deal with this or have dealt with this at some period in some part of their lives. And it's one of those things where, like I said, it's it's like a catch-22 because, you know, from their perspective, it's like, did you express it? Did you let us know? We can't read your mind. Our job is to, put, you know me, provide you Honestly, Karen, they reached, out to com- they reached out for a comment to Shondaland and Netflix. It would be smart for them to not say shit. 
if they there's nothing they can fucking say they just need to eat it you know this like if in addition like because if they come out and try to explain it in a rational way of like listen this this woman's going through something this is not what the gig we do is we don't even have like we we are we don't come to the hospital we don't commit people where where's her friends where her family they just gonna come off callous and cold and everybody's gonna say fuck them or if they go we fucked up then people go yeah y'all should be the ones doing and you and honestly you don't know where that line is with each person Nope. So it really is not that simple. And there's a level where people would be like, like, if you did this to me, I'd be like, get the fuck out of my business. What's wrong with your workplace? Right. You know what I mean? Like, I like it, different people want different shit. And it's not a psychic network over there. So I don't know. I just thought about I just I just thought about all of this when I was watching it. And I think also with social media, she has social media. So you got people posting. Mm-hmm. She's still posting stuff right now. And so you got people leaving comments and I'm very wary of social media because I don't see it as a support group. This ain't the same as talking to some people with a counselor and people. You're just talking to a camera on the other side. People are eating it up as content. Right. Content. They may or may not have your best interest in mind. They may just want to be entertained in some way. And that's 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 a nebulous place to get what you think you want from right and it's also one of the things to where you know when you say this you know people say it but people don't always mean it and the reason why i say this is because a lot of times they do the opposite when people be like hey dog like some of that shit you need to take offline like going to see a therapist even if it's you know help talking all that stuff guess what that shit is offline they don't record that shit put it on tiktok and twitter and all that shit they don't you actually have a conversation conversation I don't care if you text them or talk to them on the phone or see them in person. However it is, these this is something away from yeah. everybody. And as somebody who has seen a therapist before, they'll tell you things sometimes where they be like, hey, you know what? This period of time, you might need to stay off social media. Like, they will, will, right. they'll tell you also, those things. Um, the other thing, too, here is that you, like, in addition to them meddling in your business or support or whatever you think that looks like, because that varies from person to person as well. Um, there's also just the fact that your brain is going through something. Your brain's not functioning the way it's supposed to function. It's chemical imbalance right then. And I think because most of us are still on this mindset of mental health equals like a accountability shield. That's how we see it. It's not anyone's fault. We've really been taught that. It's the reason that we go not guilty by reason of insanity, right? It's mm-hmm. it's a shield. We the consequences of your actions should not count if your mental health is struggling or or, or off or whatever, right? Unless we don't like you. Unless we don't like you, right. If we don't like you and we don't like what you did. You can't use it as an excuse then, at then all. Then all of a sudden we don't want to hear that, you know? Like uh, a white supremacist shooting up 50 people doesn't actually make any fucking sense Mm-mm. if you think about like what it is they want to accomplish and, and they read their fucking manifestos these these motherfuckers are not well Mm-mm. we've empowered them to be unwell and, I, and armed and a lot of times their family will come out and be like hey like this person isn't well something's wrong like yeah mm-hmm. but that yeah. that's the point is 
in that case, ain't no insanity, bitch. You did it and you you knew what you was doing. You meant to do it. Fuck all that, right? Um, and so I get it. We're 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 trying to find justice and we're trying to find reason and all this shit. But some of this stuff is your brain making reason out of things that are unreasonable. Uh, right. So your brain is like and like I said, I've seen it so many times. I I feel bad, but I don't even reach out to certain folks because I'm like, they can't be reached right now. I know where their brain is. Yeah, I, like yeah. when they like when people pull the nobody cares about me da, da 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 i'm like whatever's happening to them i know that is a call for please give me some attention but a lot of times that's not the call for i need to get some help yes and even when other people try to get them help a lot of times they're not ready to, to receive it yet. and they'll reject your their help. brain is like no 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 i just wanted your phone call i just wanted your your dm I don't want all this motherfucking, I need to change my life shit. I don't want all this. My brain is rejecting this whole like yeah, accountability. therapy yes. or I need to like check myself in. And and, and it's, it's sad as fuck because it's like you want to be able to reach them, but you can't. Mm-mm. And whatever it is, is not going to be received in the way you, you intended it for it to be received. Agreed. And that's with friends. With friends. Work, man. Ain't I'm telling you, I, it just... It made me think about it because I think on this surface, it's easy to just go, yep, she's right. They let her down. What? Because we love, that's another thing. Most of us are in on social media and stuff are angry. Most of y'all are angry because you're lonely. Mm-hmm. And you'll have to do 27 levels of therapy to get to that. But, uh, <laughs> but, but uh, you're lonely, so you're angry, so you're always looking for something to be mad at. That's why we... We come here, we make fun, we talk a little deeper about things, but that's why you have like your gender wars mm-hmm. and you know your your accounts it's that just a distraction. Your accounts that just pull up random videos of people like fighting each other or somebody doing something racist or something that generally doesn't affect you, the person where you are in life, you should be fine. Right. But it's the reason you share a Stephen A clip when he says something patently ridiculous and not the one where you're like, I kinda agree with that, right? Like we need to be angry and here's the log on the fire is the anger. So I think a lot of people will take t- this headline and go, yep, they failed or fucked them. It, they're the bad guy. She the good guy. That's as simple as it is, which is uh, something I learned in conflict is not abuse about Sarah Showman is just, that is t- such a simple way of looking at shit that it's almost always wrong. Not that it's always wrong, but it's almost always wrong. Cause nothing's that fucking simple. There are no. very few motherfuckers that are just yep i did everything right they did everything wrong nothing no need to look into anything else here um but it's real that that's the case yeah but it does kind of give the person like uh especially in this you know attention economy it gives them the you're the hero situation so yeah because everybody wants to be the 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 hero of their own story Yeah, you go on her instagram you're so you're so brave this is so tough you they you know they don't understand they did you know everyone's on your side on your page yeah and uh (laughs) shout out to uh loki the easy part is burning shit up tearing shit down setting everything on motherfucking fire like the rage that's the easy part because you know that's the shit that almost for most people they get angry enough it'll naturally come out of you the hard part is rebuilding that shit up and fixing it and repairing it and being like okay let me throw this out let me throw that out let me clean this let me renew this or whatever it might be that's the hard part nobody wants to do that part of the the other thing is even if let's say 
the podcast misrepresented her. Let's say the headlines in the articles about the podcast misrepresented her. Let's say that's what happened. This is another fucking reason people shouldn't be putting microphones in someone's face while they're still in the goddamn hospital. Agreed. Because they have to deal with the backlash of that shit, too. Like, one of the things I realized, you know, doing the job that we do, living the life that I live, is I got way more comfortable with the idea that not everybody's going to take my shit the way it's intended. And honestly, I don't have to give a fuck. And I don't mean that in an aggressive, mean way. Mm-mm. I mean that flatly, ten toes down, stand firm, and hey, maybe it's gonna be fine. Motherfuckers ain't gonna like you sometimes, and that's fine. I didn't do anything to make them not like me. They, they, you know, like or or maybe in their world I did, but I'll never understand it, and that's just gonna be okay. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and yeah, you have to become very comfortable in that, particularly just me and my personality and and the way I am I know that sometimes me just being myself it might sound crazy other people is intimidating to people and so a lot of times people just don't like you just for existing just because you make them feel a certain way or just because you bring you bring out their insecurities for me I'm saying we give our opinions yes every day Mm mm-hmm there's no one on the earth that can give an opinion on everything every day and somebody don't disagree. I think that's the truth. Yes. Like that's the thing that the people consuming it that get upset don't realize. You're no better than me. Nope. If you had the microphone and the responsibility of the quote unquote platform and all this shit and you need to make it entertaining but also smart but also in depth but don't banner too much but don't do this. If you fucking had to do it you either A would fold and not be able to consistently do it or fold because you can't deal with a motherfucker popping up and being like, I actually don't like what you said and I don't agree with what you said. Um, or you will fucking quit. Or you eventually develop a spine or whatever armor and be like, fuck it. I guess they just not going to like some of my opinions. And yep. I think it took me a while to develop that kind of skin, but I have it now. And it's important. And I think even if everything that she said was somehow taken out of a weird context, she has to be in the middle place where she can just accept that. That's, that's un- true. It's too. unfortunate. That's, statement. Yes, that's yes. how strong, quote unquote, you're going to have to be because the world's never going to wrap itself in bubble wrap. No, it's, it's not. Gonna, it's going to always be like, it's going to always be some motherfucker out there like, fuck you for, off of break for, and you never going to know why. You never going to know why, bitch. Yes, child. I, I had somebody look me in my face and say, I don't like you. I was like, why? They said, just because. I was like, well, if that's how you feel about me. And I went on about my business. I'm not fussing. I'm not fighting. There's nothing I can do. But that's do. in real life. Yes. That happened to you in person. This shit is even worse. Our brains are having this happen to us. It's happening online. But our brains are still fucking caveman brains that feel like it's happening in person. Mm-hmm. So, like, people can't take that shit. Mm-mm. So, like I said, I've seen, like, people try to, like, you know, like, justify or push back or fight about it. I'm not fighting anybody about it. I feel how mm-hmm. I feel. I haven't mm-hmm. seen anything that made me feel differently. But reading this it just made me think about all the stuff we talk about with social media and all the stuff we talk about with being consumed and celebrity and fame and mental health and this was a microcosm of all that you know obviously you wish her the best yes um and 
you know, I think if she really was concerned about working again, she wouldn't be talking now. So, like, even then, it doesn't make sense, you know, to say, like, oh, I was worried about losing my job. And then, and so you not no more because now you're literally blaming the production for your own mental health situation. Uh, that's worse than just, you know, I was selling in a few interviews. Right. You know, and, but it's I not feel, the same. But I feel like this is what happens when your brain is kind of doing its own thing. Yeah. You know, like you look and back. I know for me, I can't speak for everybody. I speak for myself. But I know I look back at certain shit, Facebook posts and uh, some memory on uh, TikTok or Twitter or something. I'll be looking down there and be like, what the fuck was I? What? Mm-hmm. Why did I care so much yeah. about why discussing it, this shit with this stranger? I don't give a fuck. You no, know, why? Why did it mean so much? You know, to me at that time, and you know, I I think for and it's just a difference in our personality. I care about things. I'm very passionate about things, just like you are. You know, um, I will fight too, but you have a more you have a stronger fighter spirit than me, and uh, it don't mean I won't fight. But when I do fight, oh, all hell going to break loose because I'm like, the fuck is this? And I think that there's a lot of things that I would see you do. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. And I'm like, do, 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 do. And when I said that, I just go about my business. I'm like, I don't care. Don't give a fuck. I, like, I'm really easy to tap out on certain things. And or, I'm not, I'm not going to lie, when things happen, I talked to Roger about it. So a lot of my feelings and expressions and the things that I have that a lot of people put online, I just turn to Roger and just verbally talk to him on the spot. Yeah. I Like I said, I think um, it is different for every person and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I, I really, it made me just think about so many things and how people will like co-sign folk, folks, even if they're in a psychosis. It's one of the reasons I'm I, I'm I'm so fearful of social media when it comes to like expressing certain things on social media because motherfuckers I've seen people co-sign pretty much everything at this point. Yes, even things that seem blatantly fucking destructive, people will rah rah people right into it and laugh at the laugh at the motherfucker later like, oh you quit your job couldn't be me you broke bitch ha 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 it'd be the same person that was like hashtag solidarity quit that job like five minutes ago mm-hmm. is. It's not a real place. Yeah, and that person sometimes. is devastated. And now, you know, they, like you said, these same people are laughing at them. So you have to be aware and alert of those things. And that's very hard to do when you're in the middle of the storm. Yeah, but, you know, like I said, wish I really do wish her the best. It's just a fucked up situation. And, um, you know, I who knows if, what decision she's going to have to make about the kind of job she does. What, you know, because this this was like a job that's supposed to put you on yeah and if this job made you feel that way uh there aren't a lot of other productions in hollywood where you can be like well they're really good with taking care of people's mental health outside of the job you know that just doesn't happen you know and if you feel like it should happen the entire workplace will have to reform but Mm -hmm. i don't the thing so this is the gen this is the gen x taking me um the thing people got to realize is the job doesn't have to give a fuck about you and it's never going to be different not in our entire lifetime 
Not not until we're long gone. It'll never be different because work is all they care about. Right. Production is all they're ever going to care about. It doesn't matter what country you live in, by the way. This isn't a, uh, we like to blame capitalism for very human shit. It ain't, it's, a lot of this shit is humans being fucked up and then us creating a fucked up system and acting like it's making us be fucked up. <laughs> right. But a lot of times it only have to get to the level where it's a billionaire with the means of production for people to be cruel to each other. Um, and and like I said, there's countries where people are fucking communists and crow to each other. But the point being, like, it's going to be a callous situation. And I know that even the most liberal, well-intended people go through this shit. They because do. let the Time Warner cable go out. You know what I mean? Let the person that was supposed to ship that thing to you that you need, that told you, you know, let the Amazon package be a day later than it said, like, we don't Ooh, hot. get that little message yeah we don't really like we don't care too much like it went once it gets to us being inconvenienced it ain't the same you know if one of these like little like entrepreneurs on twitter that's doing like i do hair care or some shit buy my my butter and you like okay cool I, i'm trying to buy it and then that motherfucker don't send the shit out for three weeks and you're like, hey, where the fuck is my package? And then they're like, fuck you, you bitch. I'm a fucking entrepreneur. I'm tired of you dump bro. We don't I've go. I've seen that she online. Was, right. But you know what you've never seen? She was having some mental health issues. Nope. Because we be like, I want my motherfucking butter, bitch. What's wrong with you? Yep. I, like, paid, I paid for it. Like, we do not. We do not afford that shit to everybody. Mm-hmm. And I think. That's the real truth of people. When it comes down to it, they just want the thing they were promised. Yes. And your job was promised labor. (laughs) That's what the job is going to be. So I would never expect or look for a job to go beyond that. Would it be nice? Sure, I guess. I guess. But I don't think it should be an expectation of any job. Like, and, And if you have a family member, a loved one, if you're listening to the sound of my voice, I'm advising you. You got to do for you. Don't ever expect some other motherfuckers to do for you at a job. Don't ever buy the family bullshit. Don't ever buy the, we we here are like, nah, no the fuck Mm-mm. we're not. I got a family. You know what happens with this family if my fucking check don't clear on Friday? They lost a member, motherfucker. I'm not coming back Monday. That's that's the real truth of it. Everything else is just fucking lies. That's why I don't right, that's I don't trust safe space shit. I don't I don't like none of that. Like we have a safe space at this podcast conference. No, you don't Mm-mm. because people can't be safe. Inherently, you know why safe space comes up? Think about what it means. Something fucked up happened, and then we'll know how to handle it correctly. And it, it's already happened. So the place the space ain't safe. you know what i mean like i got punched in the face in your space well it's a safe space so we'll get the ice and put it on your i I already got punched you know right all right let's move on to something else guys okay let's do some fear mongering you know it's halloween karen yes it is and you know what that means okay what that mean the kids are getting candy and we gotta warn them your kids may look like Popular candy treats collected by your kids may look like popular candy, but they could contain marijuana. News 12's crime reporter Krista McNally takes a look at what you can do to keep your kids safe. Stop it. Stop There's it right now. There's always something to be concerned about. Shit is too expensive. I'm not putting, no, ain't nobody putting they drugs they pay for outside for kids to pick up. Right. This is stupid. Right. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. Get get out of here. We are adults and this is Stop ridiculous. it right now. This is stupid. Woo! This is absolutely ridiculous. 
Nobody. Right? Y'all making shit up to, 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 to cause parents to go into panic mode and they poor kids can't even do Halloween no more because they be like, we, we ain't doing Halloween. And it's always the police that be telling, they be doing the press conference every, you know, we got reports and rumors of uh, people putting uh, putting razor blades with cocaine and AIDS on them in the, in the suckers this year. So, you know, bring the candy to the police station. We'll scan it for you. I'm like, I just... You know you just lonely. You stealing kids candy. We know what's up. Oh, unfortunately for you, all the three musketeer king size bars have razors in them. We just gonna keep that here. So uh scoot along. The the candy corners for you, look boy. Go on. You can have all the black jelly beans. Those those didn't have any anything in them. Oh, this licorice, you and uh this taffy, keep that too. It's there's no cocaine on that. But uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to get these M and M's, player. Okay, look like fitting now to me. Okay, especially like being uh being a parent. Like many parents, Greg Moreno from Massapequa Park will be checking his children's candy to make sure no tricks end up in their treats this Halloween. Our boys, they're 12 and 8, and we go. So wait, are the parents the ones doing it? See, I thought it was the police, but. Is this how y'all steal y'all kids' candy? Is this what the conspiracy is? Is this why this shit won't go away no matter how old we get? Right. We've the been next generation of decades. old people who aren't allowed to trick-or-treat but do have kids. But been, they've been trick-or-treating for years. There ain't nobody ever gave them no drugs. They ain't never found no razor blade in their candy. But but maybe that's it. The parents. Oh, my gosh. I'll be, uh, listen, I, I, I'm coming up with this conspiracy on the fly, but it's starting to make sense. The parents want to steal their kids' candy. So y'all pretend, get together with big news and the police, and you go, it's drugs in the candy. How will I ever know? I'm sorry, Junior. I got to check all of the Milky Way bars when we get but, home. But it comes wrapped up, Daddy. I, I, I don't know. It might, it, it still might, got the plastic on it, Daddy. It might, it might be a razor blade in this recent cup. It's the same candy you bought yesterday. What makes it so special today? Might be a, let me take a bite of this recent cup. Mm-hmm. Okay, no razor blade in that one, but I'll finish it off for y'all. Let me go ahead and finish that off, and uh, let me take take a let me take a little look at this uh, these nerds. These nerds smell a little like they might, might got some meth in them. Let me um, smell a little methy, delicious. Mm, oh, I guess they okay. Through everything they get this year, police are concerned edibles could make their way into candy bowls, especially because of their appealing marketing. This is packaging right here on uh, edibles. The Nassau Department of Health says the number of accidental ingestions... First of all, first of all, you motherfuckers. First of all, you get like 10 edibles for like $30 or something, like 20-something dollars. It's expensive. Depending on the brand and all that shit, blah, blah, blah. The point being, how fucking dare you, okay? How dare you? You know you get Sour Patch Kids for a dollar? You really think... If I want to make my neighborhood happy, I'm gonna go spend twenty dollars to give ten to get ten kids high. How that makes sense? How does that make any sense? It makes it's more economic just to buy the fucking candy. Of THC has increased 20-fold from 2017 to 2021. That really is a staggering statistic if you consider that it's only over five years. The number of hospital visits in 20... You know what else I just realized? If you look at the packages, 
you can't give the kids a edible in order for it to look like the packaging you got to give the kids the whole bag of edibles like you don't give people one sour patch Mm-mm. kid you give them a bag, a bag. of sour patch kids. yes nobody's giving no one's pack. doing this that's my thing nobody is doing this i do not understand what are you the richest motherfucker in the world you got you can just be giving away drugs like this 17 was 42 people. In 2021, there were 812 visits for a cannabis-related event. Police are advising people to tell their children not to eat any of their Halloween candy before they get home. And parents should check every piece. Every kid loves sugar, right? You eat one gummy, how many person doesn't only eat one? You eat five or six. The problem with THC inside a gummy, it doesn't absorb right away. The reaction can... You motherfucking lying ass cops. This the right. reason. This the reason that I don't be trusting y'all police reports when y'all shoot somebody. Y'all lie about candy. I know y'all be lying about shooting people. Nobody is giving away their drugs. I don't know who thought. <sighs> like I said, this is shit that infuriates you because you like who? It's just satanic panic shit. It's drug panic shit. And be very severe to THC, according to doctors. We are seeing serious consequences, uh, including actual ICU uh, admissions. Safely savoring the sweets should be a top priority for all as the little ones trick or treat. We trust our kids to make the right decisions, but we help them along the way. Krista McNally, News 12 Long Island. And big heads up for parents this Halloween. And along with checking candy, police are asking parents to join their children as they trick or treat. Also to try and stick to homes of people. Another miracle year, guys. I'm just calling the headlines tomorrow. I'm calling it for you now. Y'all can play Rob was right. Another miracle year, guys. No kids are going to fucking OD from THC tomorrow. Mm-mm. Not from trick or treating. Not from trick or treating. Another year in a row. With no, Not from the story will magically go away. November 1st. Yes, it you would will. think November 1st through like November 5th every year we'd be like, God damn, the hospitals are flooded. Kids Full are dying kids. of THC overdoses. <laughs> kids are hallucinating. Right. And y'all know how we go if just like one white kid goes missing. If fucking 70 white kids got sick with THC poisoning tomorrow, they would burn the neighborhoods down. Yes, they would. Oh my God. Uh... Let's see where else we're going to talk about. Oh, it's already been an hour. You know what? Let's get into some other segments. Let's get into some okay. other segments. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was plenty of other bullshit to talk about, but who gives a fuck about that? Um, <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Okay. I know what I'm doing over here. Um, I can't see the list, y'all, so that's why I asked, just in case. No, nah, it's, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Um, let's do some white people news. White people news. Yeah, white people news. Okay, it's it's on. It's heavy. We got a lot of white people going off. Britney Spears done put a tell-all book out, getting her Jada on. Oh shit! Now it's her time to tell her side of the story. Okay. And she's blaming uh, Justin Timberlake for everything. It's all his fault. He ruined her life. And uh, he is so bad, he actually left to go to Mexico with his family. He left He left the country. I'm not joking. He, got on, got, he said, I got to get the fuck out of the country. 
he canceled some of his uh events he was supposed to be doing and said me and my wife jessica bill not older son silas we got we got to get the fuck out of here hop on a private plane and 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 just do white family shit because this is out of control Mm. he care because i'd have been like i'd have been like I'd have uh, kept doing my show. The fuck I'm going to cancel my show for the people just come to see me. They, they don't care nothing about this. She put on Instagram, my book's purpose was not to offend anyone by any means. That was me then. That is in the past. I don't like the headlines I'm reading because it's the first time she's reading this because a ghostwriter wrote that book. She didn't write that book. Uh, that's exactly why I quit the business four years ago. It's your book. Most of the book is from 20 years ago. I have moved on and it's a beautiful, clean slate from here. I think so. This is what happens. The internet is primed to hate. Yes, yes. One of the motherfuckers that they always make the time to hate is Justin Timberlake. It is. Now, I like I said, just my opinion from the context clues I'm picking up that none of you would ever admit to. So I'm not expecting a confession from anyone. But the way it looks to me is y'all wanted to fuck Justin Timberlake at some point. This motherfucker was getting a pass. He was getting a white man pass, Mm -hmm. which was thrown in the trash when he did not fall on his sword for Janet Jackson. And ever since then, it's been fuck this white boy. And he said he went back to whiteness. He started wearing Old Navy in the Gap. Yeah, he did that song in the woods. He did an album, album called Man in the Woods. He just he totally went back to white people. Yes, he did. You know, I've never blamed him the way y'all do because I don't think I ever had great affection for this dude in that way. I like two of his albums. I never fucked with the boy band shit, so I just it wasn't my demo. Yeah, um, I never fucked with his white people music either. Wasn't no, my demo. I didn't. I, I've I've never listened to In the Woods and nothing past that. But child, he had some albums that was what a fucking flame. Them I still will pop some of them in today. Yes, don't care. Anyway, my point being. I think that that the anger doesn't make sense this much long because he's one of the most milk toast as never really said anything of substance or negative as just just a white man. He right. is just a basic off the rack white dude. He happened to have curly hair and motherfuckers thought he was different and he not. He just turned out to be like most of them a bit disappointed. But the vitriol he gets it's so emotional. It's got to be from some like boy band shit. Some, some he got a black pass shit. I don't know what something, happened. Yes, but so, something beyond just him being just a, a white man fucked them up. Cause I can see if there was some quote. We don't even have a quote that we share. No, I'm like but remember that time? The only thing, the only thing my, I used to share the quote of his tweet because it was so funny when he was telling somebody about being ignorant. But yeah, so you did. Reply, it was my favorite. It was hilarious. This was back when I used to be arguing with people on the internet. But my point being, she put this book out, and I think because Britney don't live on the internet in the way we do. She lives on like her Instagram doing them spins, but she not of the zeitgeist. No, she not. And I wouldn't expect her to be. And whoever wrote her book for real decided, I know how to sell this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Shit on Justin Timberlake. People eat that shit up. And they did. And they did eat it up. Y'all played your part. But Brittany herself is like, I didn't intend for that. So now, because her and Justin apparently cool. Every time she shits on him, she goes back and says they made up and they cool. I know y'all don't want to hear this. He been a pretty big good sport about it. 
because like from his point of view it's like you cheated on me uh i made a song about it as is my fucking right mm-hmm. i didn't ruin your life Mm-mm. we didn't have a baby together at 19 because we shouldn't have a baby together and nothing that you've done since then is proven we should have had a baby together seemed like the right decision was made for both of us so he ain't said that shit because he's a good sport about it he gets fried and he just be quiet and then he he tries to say something like i apologize and i move on and y'all go no the fuck you don't i'm mad and i don't have a life and i have to be mad at you for the rest of my life that's what the group told me to do and we all getting off on it so this motherfucker right here britney coming out being like i didn't intend for you to be mad that's fine you didn't intend to hurt nobody but that's what the fucking book does the only way people are gonna buy this book i'm surprised how much of this is not about like or how much of it that's been shared is not about her like dad or her yeah. family i thought that was the bad guy justin didn't put her in no conservatorship he did not but we care about celebrities so much we're like no we want shit on justin timberlake yeah that's like we don't care about them niggas we don't know them so she said either way this is the last of it and shit happens this is actually a book i didn't know needed to be written although some might be offended has given me closure on all things for a better future basically justin just don't say nothing and i'll I'll stop bringing it up which that's not gonna happen it's coming up again Mm -hmm. um hopefully i can enlighten which is interesting too now that i think about it when does someone put a book out and don't do a book tour oh no that shit gonna be the number one and no she ain't gotta do no tour i'm just saying like but that's normally part of putting out one of these tell-outs is you go on the morning show yeah, you and they the get circuit. a quote from you in that, person. That's what Jada was doing. Right. Uh, it's just interesting. I, I'm not saying she should be doing a book tour, but it just made me think about how manufactured I think this whole book thing is where someone else wrote it and they're like, she ain't going to be doing no interviews because she ain't write it. You know, not saying these aren't her lived experiences, but I think somebody ghost wrote the book. It's not controversial. Mm-hmm. It happens all the time. Yes, it does. Anyway um hopefully i can enlighten people who feel particularly alone in most cases hurt or misunderstood again my motive for this book was not to harp on my past experiences which is what the press is doing and it's dumb and silly i have moved on since the hashtag the woman in me so she tried to she tried to squash it but it's just like keith lee telling y'all not to harass restaurants it's not about you we are an angry petty people and we want to we want to pretend everything's somebody else's fault. You know what? The more, more I think about it, you know what? I take it back, Justin. If I was in your position and I had the money to, I think I'd leave the country too. Why? Because you can. Yeah, what the fuck am I going to stay here for? What I'm doing? Yeah, because what's going to happen 24 to 48 hours or as soon as you know the sales tank, no, yeah, none, none, everybody's mad now. Not going to give a fuck until she does something else. And we're always willing to destroy Justin Timberlake and whatever he's doing. So it's not like a big inconvenience to anyone but him right like, we love fucking his life up uh char jackson claims britney spears was aware she had a baby on the way with kevin federline and this is a part of the book that you ain't seeing too many people talk about and mm-hmm. no one's talking about britney's role in this because she this is the the the, the armor of we like you and mental health so nothing you've ever done could possibly be wrong right you can't be an asshole you can't be a bad person because we like you and of course the mental health accountability bubble um so char jackson was kevin federline's uh well she's his ex she was pregnant with 
their child, her and Kevin Federline. Kevin Federline was Britney's husband, first husband. Yeah, first husband. And she said, basically, when Kevin met Britney, we had three kids and one on the way. We were living in a six-bedroom house in Orange County, California. Um, according to page six, they share a daughter, Corey, and Federline also helped raise two children from a previous relationship. One day when I had bad morning sickness, about six months pregnant, Kevin had an audition for a Coke commercial or something in L.A. Then I didn't hear from him from three da- for three days. Uh, Federline and Britney poorly met on the first night he went missing. So then he left his, <laughs> dipped on his family. I felt angry and betrayed. I went numb. I went on autopilot. Uh, Brittany's memoir in The Woman and Me, she claimed to be clueless about Federline's relationship with Char, and she had said she had confronted him about it when she found out. You have kids, you have children, not only one child, but two children, Spears are called. She added that a close friend shared this information with her with the, after they had been together for some time. However, Jackson claimed Spears knew about the situation and waited at the hospital in Orange County while Federline was present for the birth of his son, Caleb. But I guess I guess now Char Jackson must be a lying bitch because we have to protect Brittany at all costs. So clearly this woman is, is, is she's the one that's a piece of shit. That's that's what free Brittany has gotten us to mm-hmm. to she's never done anything wrong. Everybody's fine except her. Everybody's bad except her. Uh, days after Kayla was born, the Grammy winner and backup dance reportedly got engaged. They later married in 2004 and had two sons. Uh, when I married Kevin, I meant it with all my heart. She wrote in her memoir. Kevin eventually became enthralled by fame and power, so their marriage crumbled, according to her. Again and again in my life, I've seen fame and money ruin people. I saw it happen with Kevin in slow motion. Jackson claims there's no blood between bad blood between her and Kevin. I think Spears' relationship with Kevin was a fantasy for both of them. I never hated Kevin because if you love someone, you can't hate him. So... A lot of a lot of people cleaning it up in the end. Like I don't really, I'm not mad. I'm not really mad, but I'm gonna speak right. out though. I'm gonna talk shit about you and try to ruin your life. I ain't mad, but yeah, that that it's just such an interesting thing, you know. They ran my girl Ray Sonny off Twitter because she was like, "Well, Britney was kind of asshole to Shaw Jackson." Everybody's like, "No, she's not. Leave her alone." I was like, "Oh man." Uh, Kevin Costner, sixty eight. Mm-hmm smiles that he shops for women's gifts alongside a female assistant after settling Christine Baumgartner divorce. So the divorce is finally settled. Shit now. The bodyguard gonna be bodyguarding somebody else? Mm Mm-hmm. Shout out to those of you that actually remember that movie. Yep. Uh, He appeared to be in great spirits with a flashing wide smile as he was seen shopping for women's gift in Montecito County near Santa Barbara, California on Saturday with the help of a young brunette woman. They say it's an assistant, but I wonder if that's, could he be dating this new person, maybe? I don't mm-hmm. know. Uh, she is holding the boxes, so I'm going to say assistant. That's a good, that's a good call, uh, Daily Mail. Good call. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Yellowstone actor looked tanned and slender in his casual attire, which consisted of a gray V-neck sweater while pocketed denim jeans, with po- white pocketed denim jeans and white and gray sneakers. It's done in the white people news. Why? This people- is white people news. Oh, okay. What the hell? <laughs> like, where have I been? My bad. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> we played we played the song and everything. <laughs> I was cause my brain was like, wait a minute. <laughs> White people Thank you. do for bringing to the barbecue. We might be problematic or a little
thank you for resetting my brain. My bad. No problem. I got you. <laughs> the longtime Hollywood favorite appeared to be shopping up a storm as he purchased several items from Jenny Kane and Wonderkind in Montecito. One of his purchases was a woman's dress. Both stores sell women's designer items, so he was shopping for some latex. Mm-hmm. You can still get it, apparently. The young assistant dressed in black helped Kevin back to his car with his brown gift wrap purchases that he fitted into the trunk of his gunmetal sedan Mercedes-Benz car. I do wonder who he's shopping for. Does he have, like, daughters or something? Yeah, you know, is he dating a new woman in his life? You know, is it this assistant? Mom, you never know. Yeah, you know, he got that divorced dad energy back on these Not streets. Divorced dad energy about to turn all these ladies' pants in the water world. If you know what I'm saying, you know what I mean. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Gonna be the last of the mo fuckings out here. If you know what I'm oh, saying. No! You know what I mean. You know what I mean. Okay. Gonna see Robin what's under the hood. So you, you know. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Uh, <laughs> what the hell wrong with you? <laughs> uh, he's trying to see the, the 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 pink stones. You know. Oh shit! Now. All right. Um, Taylor Swift reaches billion, billionaire status with her Eras World Tour. Go ahead, Tay Tay. Mm-hmm. She officially built a billion dollar empire following the major success of the Eras Tour this year. Mm-hmm. Her net worth reached over $1.1 billion with the help of her 146-date worldwide tour. Yeah, child, all summer. I mean, other people's touring, but it was literally every week with her and Beyonce all, all 2023 for months on end. Like, them two was, like, actually touring, 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 adding new dates to their tour. And her... um. Uh, movie just released too, and so you know, I'm pretty sure that's extra money on top of that because that shit sold like gangbusters. Yeah, it's interesting too because her tour caused 4.3 billion dollars for the country's GDP. Like the fact that her and Beyonce toured it just during the same year, I mean, that's probably what saved the Biden economy. No one's been talking about it, but I, that's my belief. I believe that too. That, that was that's a bunch of people's student loans. Right there. Right. And then you have some people that went to both concerts. <laughs> some people, yeah. you know, you have people with. I'm not going to say no names, Reggie. <laughs> but some people went to both concerts. So, so, so looking at you. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't putting nobody on blast. Mm-mm. Okay. And the thing is, you think, yeah, because y'all think, and, and depending on where it was, uh, some of them went to the same towns, you know, but, you know, Tay-Tay didn't come to Charlotte. I don't know why. I don't yeah. know what she got against the Carolina Panther Stadium, but she was like, nah, I'm not coming to Charlotte. But um, I wish she would have. Not for not even for me, for other people, you know, because mm-hmm. it's white folks down here was like, child, I'm in Columbia. I ride up to Charlotte to see me some Tay-Tay. And so, you know, when they go to these areas, I think the beauticians, the nail salon, the clothing, like, People were buying yeah. outfits and shit like this in hotels, mm-hmm. car rentals, like shit just went through the roof. So it would not be surprising if a lot of the quote unquote uptick in the uptick in the economy and people blowing money this summer had a lot to do with them touring. Uh so yeah, uh that you know what? That's why people news. I loved it. That was a good segment. We ended on Karen going on a rant because she loves Taylor Swift. And we yes. love to see it. Now let's move. On down to the reggae section. Let's do some guess the race. It's time to guess the race. It's time to guess the race. 
It's time to guess the race. It's time to guess the race. All right, guess the race time, Karen. You ready to go? I am. I All right. Am. You know the rules. I read the article. You guess the race of the people involved. The chat room plays along, and they're all racist. Mm-hmm. A man dressed in a banana costume sought to slip out of police custody after being caught early yesterday urinating on a Key West sidewalk. Oh. According after being flagged down about a a man in a banana costume relieving himself on the side of a building across from a row of porta potties. So he meant that. <laughs> All the people like, I'm not using none of them porta potties. I ain't getting none of that nasty piss on my banana suit. <laughs> a Key West Police Department officer spotted Kyle Mortimer, 20, urinating on the sidewalk. Mortimer, a son of Massachusetts who attends the University of Miami, immediately fled toward Duval Street. Officer Michael Chaustit. How fast are we going in this banana outfit? I don't think you'll be running that fast. I don't know. It was moving. Uh, he had to peel on out of there. <laughs> uh, he identified himself. Did they get a hold of him and beat the pillin off of him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what they did, Cam. Um, uh, he got away from the skin of his teeth. Okay. Um, but yeah, so they immediately, I mean, I'm sorry. While he was zigzagging to prevent capture, Zigzagging a big ass banana suit. Right. The fuck you gonna be zigzagging from? What in the Reno nine one one? I mean, bitch, you yellow. Hey, you gonna stand out? I don't know what. The, I don't know if nobody informed you. You know, unless you walking into uh, you know a sea full of minions, everybody gonna spot you. <laughs> a second cop grabbed him by the pill. Mortimer then twisted <laughs> and pulled away. Uh, he even before the cop used a leg sweep to knock him down. Even then, Mortimer interlaced his fingers and held them tightly together in a bid to stymie his handcuffing. Uh, after being collared around 1.20 a.m. in front of the Smoking Tuna Saloon. Not the Smoking Tuna! Yes, the Smoking Tuna. <laughs> he was walked by the police nearby Old City Hall where he was charged could with... You, could you imagine somebody the Smoking Tuna telling somebody, Hey, dog, I think I see a banana. Nah, you drunk. Nah, dog, I really see a banana out there. I mean, I can imagine uh, the Smoking Tuna sounds like the bar in in SpongeBob. Like it does. Like who lives in the like was it a pineapple under the sea close <laughs> by too? Uh, but yeah, the Mortimer was walked by police to nearby Old City Hall where he was charged with disorderly conduct and resistance arrest, both misdemeanors, free on bond. He's scheduled for arraignment November sixteenth. Uh, guess the race of Mister Kyle Mortimer. Oh, white. Karen says, oh, white. All right, let's check the chat rooms and see what they're guessing. I'll give them a little second because I know it takes a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, he should have split white. Oh, why did I drop miss that one? That's so easy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he had to piss out all that PBR white. A banana. I'm a banana. Look at me, white. Uh, Mortimer need a Morty. Rick. Morty need a Rick, white. <laughs> banana morty uh they didn't tase him white the correct answer is white it was that peanut butter jelly time <laughs> where he at there he go did that did that did peanut butter jelly time people ever have a second hit 
Mm-mm. Felt like they had the one hit. Peanut butter jelly oh, with the baseball bat. Did they? So they just took the took the, took the top off, took the head off. Oh yeah, so they and then they took the, the picture. Photo. Yeah. yeah. Yep. He looks drunk and like he made some bad decisions. Yes, a lot of bad decisions. But, oh my god, what a what a, what a ri- ridiculous crime. <laughs> um, <laughs> what you in for? Running through the street like a banana. Right. You're in your banana uniform in jail. That was, that's what it means. He was in the holding in, in a banana uniform. <laughs> Had to go see the judge and get released on his own recognizance in, that, in a banana in uniform. In that bright ass yellow uniform. Right. Well, it's probably brown by then. You know? <laughs> yeah, they don't last long. Uh, yeah, that's what happens when you get separated from the bunch. Yeah. Now, he was in jail and he met some wafers. Okay, I heard they, I heard they made this form a hell of a crime unit. <laughs> Come on, the banana puddings. <laughs> you watch out, <laughs> banks in the local area. <laughs> banana pudding and them boys showing up. Come on, banana pudding and them boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, they coming to get you. Watch out, banana banana and them boys. <laughs> banana pudding and them boys. This is like a Batman, like a horrible Batman villain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The henchman is the wafers and banana is the motherfucking <laughs> saying horrible puns to Batman and shit. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm sorry, Batman, but your appealing to my greater nature will not work. <laughs> I'm sorry, Batman, but you know it's always time to split. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not putting up with this anymore <laughs> <laughs> oh just uh, it'd be terrible don't let him and a joker him and a ridley get together oh my gosh you're able to survive you know what they say one rotten banana spoils the whole bunch <laughs> target a pervert gives cops a bizarre explanation for his public pleasure session oh snap Accused of pleasuring himself while walking around a Target store. Walking around it. Not the Target. Was... Now, that's a Walmart thing to do. Yeah, you don't do this at the Target. An Iowa man told cops he was not masturbating his actual penis. Rather, preacher was out. Rather, a dildo that he had in his shorts. Oh, so, so he was jacking off in his pants. No. He said, I don't think you're listening to a word I said. Okay, you were just too busy doing the Southern black woman reactions. <laughs> Y'all listen to the words. A, an Iowa man told cops he was not masturbating his actual penis, but rather a dildo he had in his shorts. So he's walking around. People think he's jacking off, but he's actually jacking off a dildo, according to him. And I guess my question was, is it out or is it in? Oh, I mean, we will have to see. Okay, 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 so, okay, so that's why I was more words to the article. Okay, no problem. Mm-hmm. This is the thing we do. <laughs> Despite that convincing explanation, Deshaun Brown, 25, oh, no! was busted for indecent exposure. According to oh, the criminal complaint. Oh, the child, it was out. You know, Tajay, Tajay got them good cameras. Their cameras always working. They don't be like, we we got some fake shit up there. Tajay be like, no, he, here's the equipment. We have how far back you need to go? Three years, we got all the footage. Uh, yeah, the little known thing, but you can jack off in the Walmart. They won't call. It's a bonus feature. <laughs> they just, they're just like, uh, clean up on aisle six. Got to spill uh, semen. Don't worry about it. Oh, no. They hang you a towel on the way in. The old, the old people, the graders, they're like, here you go. Here's your jack-off towel. 
Uh, Cena Wright Brown, who lives a few blocks from the Target in downtown Iowa City, was caught on camera earlier this month touching his clothed genitals as well as his exposed penis. So, Karen, you were right and wrong. <laughs> I was right and wrong. He was doing it under the clothes and doing it o- over the clothes. Okay. You okay. did it both ways. <laughs> And that's why I responded like that. Because what you said, I was trying to process. Like, was it in? Was it out? I'm confused. Maybe it was under the clothes till it got erect enough. Then it was over the clothes. But then that uh, belies the whole, it was a dildo thing, right? Because a dildo don't get hard or soft. Mm-mm. When questioned by police about his target stroll, he... Under repo- stroll! <laughs> stroll and stroke. Yeah, target stroke. Uh, stroll and stroke. Yeah, that's good. Uh, claim to... <laughs> claimed to actually have been engaged with a stashed sex toy however cops noted video evidence show, suggests the phallic object in his hand was indeed connected to his person <laughs> so unless it was a strap it was your penis yes uh because yeah they be looking like sir sir mm-hmm. we know we know real penis when we see one yeah it got it went from soft to hard okay <laughs> Now they have a half off sale, not a half mast sale. So you <laughs> don't go to jail. Thing. Yes, go to the jail. Charged with several misdemeanors and decent exposure accounts, Brown was released from custody last night after posting three thousand dollars bond. He is also facing a probation violation related to his sentencing earlier this year. Oh no! Karen, guess the race of Mr. Deshaun Brown. Black child. If it's a white Deshaun, I would be shocked. All right, let's check. let's check the cat. You is a special snowflake. I clear. All right, let's check the chat room. Black Deshaun in Iowa, according to Karen. Uh, chat room is, is okay. Bullseye Black. Unfortunately, the name sound says this is Black, but Iowa. Well, embarrassing ancestors. Black. Fake dick equals fake crime. Officer Frat House Black. Nigga shit. The correct answer is Black. I think I think the context clues is his name and the fact that his penis was big enough for him to think he could convince him it was a dildo. That's black. That's black. You know? <laughs> and this water's deep, too. All right. Let's go, <laughs> Let's go to the bonus round. The 1% of people had to be here, huh? In Iowa. It's motherfucking Iowa. Uh, all right. Bonus round. That's a bitch was white. I ain't racist. How can I be racist about anybody or anything in my life? How can I? Call them niggas. Just call them niggas. It's time to get Gold beef, gold chain wearing, fried chicken and biscuit eating, monkey ate baboon, big guy, fast running, high jumping spear chucking, 360 degree. Basketball. A man, a married man, allegedly tried to hire a prostitute for a threesome with him and a miniature horse. Oh, oh, mm-hmm. oh, 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 okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. A married Washington state man has been busted for. Did, did, did he walk up and like ride my pony? <laughs> my pony. Yes. Uh, he allegedly offered to pony up for a prostitute <laughs> for a threesome with him and his miniature horse. Did he come in riding the pony himself and be like, hey, two for one? 
Jad Shipman, 48, ran afoul. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, oh, they put a foe of the law for allegedly offering an online escort $440 to come to his Longville home, Longview home, and have sexual contact with him and his miniature horse, according to a probable cause affidavit. Mm-hmm. Now, how did the police find out? Because that person's like, this is too low. You're going to jail. $450, like, you have to pay me more than that. But how, oh, so you think she told the police? Yes. Because $440 sounds like a a good amount of money was just not a good amount of money to fuck a horse no it's not this is insulting i'm going to jail i'm 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 retail on you well let's see what he wanted karen maybe i you think for 440 what 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 is it that you wouldn't do for 440 that i mean you seem very adamant that it's not enough money Mm -mm. you wouldn't do anything okay all right i'm just i'm just saying so maybe you're not the most reasonable person to ask. You don't want to have sex for money, so clearly you're not you're not part of the game. Now for me, 440, I would you know there's some things I I let I do for you, but I don't know how much I do for the horse. I'm not all in for the horse. That's, and that's the thing, not for the horse. No. Okay. To, all right. I'm just saying the cost of the brick is gonna be a little higher when you throw the horse. What's in the right now? amount, Karen? I don't know. Okay. So you don't. That's all. It sounds like you're not game. The right amount for me. Uh, it's actually less than four forty. Okay, two fifty. No, don't okay. go down on the price of the brick. Because this is what I do. Okay, you not into this game. <laughs> I am not. The, the have sex with horses for money game. No, I am. You don't not. know nothing about this. You Mm-mm. don't come from this. I don't know what the horse fucking rates. It's is. a miniature horse. It's a miniature horse for, for horse. First of all, so you don't even have to fuck like a full horse. So you already tripping, trying to act like four forty not enough. Oh, so I'm crazy for not wanting to fuck the miniature, the miniature horse. We what did we say about work earlier? It's not your their responsibility for your mental health. It's 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 not, and this is he's not my employer either. For four forty, he's mine. Okay, um, <laughs> I want because that's at least a sixty dollar tip. Because he ain't gonna just give me four forty. He gonna give me the full five hundred. Come on. Uh, I want to watch a gal eat out a miniature horse that I have while sitting on my male member. He allegedly wrote in a twisted message shared with the Vice Squad detectives. So you don't even have to fuck the horse, and it's a girl. Don't you feel silly now? You lost 500 potential dollars because of your assumptions mm, about the kind of horse that will be involved in this sex, Karen. mm, That's mm. disgusting. Mm-mm. To be so speciesist Mm-mm. and homophobic because Mm-mm. it's two girls, so now you also homophobic, Karen. Mm-mm. Nice to know that about you. I'm homophobic against the horses. Apparently, yes, it's a girl yes. horse. Then yes, I am because apparently he's done done some things with the horse that he think is okay. I'm good. It's a mare, so he he gonna play jagged edge at the <laughs> ceremony. No, thank Why you. Why don't we get mare? read you know what I mean? two the last two gals i asked said it was noticeably outside their comfort zone so he don't give up this is third time <laughs> he don't give also oh, he so he's offered this before see i'm seeing other people like me that was go i take the 450 but i know that's how he got on no animals that's how he got up to 440 yeah because everybody else was like he didn't start at 440 Mm-mm. but my i like that he didn't give up okay he might be wanting you to fuck a horse but he's stubborn as a mule <laughs> uh, like, he said well he even, don't he don't have to be an ass about it <laughs> uh he was eager to giddy up the exchange to take that's 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 worse than that's a terrible pun that, yes it is mine was better yeah 
uh, to giddy up the exchange to take advantage of his marital home being empty. Oh, so his wife was out of town. He got one night to get down. So what you trying now, to do? Now his wife realized that uh, he's willing to do something strange, something strange for change, but he's the one spending the change, spending mm-hmm. that change. Shit. Shipman contacted the woman, only identified as Diane through the TNA board, which is used for prostitution and other commercial sex purposes. The cop said, well, you just introduced the TNA board to all of America. Nobody knows the fuck that is. Sure don't. So now you got I got to worry about fucking the listeners of the blackout tips logging, going to jail, trying to fuck horses and shit. Don't, don't do it, y'all. Right. Don't do it. Fuck them horses. Right. Mm-mm. Last thing I need is Jail Covey and the Cookie going to jail because <laughs> they too influenced, too influenced by the blackout tips. Don't do it. Don't do it. Shipman used the site under the name The Malamute, a breed of dog known for its strength and size. Oh, he's a freak oh, freak. the fuck is a Malamute? When the Bellevue Vice Squad called on his home, they found two miniature horses in the fields. Which they accused, which the accused fetish's wife Diane confirmed were both theirs. The couple brought, bought the horses for three hundred sixty-five thousand dollars in twenty nineteen. And you only want to pay four fifty, right? You know what, Karen? You right. He had it. I want at least. Yes. I want at least a thousand to eat this horse out. That's a good point. That's reasonable. During an interview, Shipman admitted to being TNA board user the Malamute, soliciting Diane to eat out or lick one of his miniature horses' private parts. That's I wonder if he ever asked his wife. I wonder, like, is this news to her, or did they show up and she was like, "He's in the back." Is this about <laughs> fucking horse? Ah! Yes, I bet you so. She's like, he keep talking to me yeah. about it. I tell him no. I haven't seen him do anything, but apparently he been doing some shit and got caught. He's in the back talking to the cops. I've never met those horses in our, my life. Those horses just walked into my backyard, and his, I, his I wife don't know is like, them. Here's the receipt. Here's the breeder. Right. This is where we got him from. Go yes. to jail, honey. These are the horses. Shipman admitted to having prior sexual contact with animals. I told you he was fucking them horses. Yeah, you did say. I don't know how it, you guessed it, it. It don't make sense. Detective Karen over there. She he also told <laughs> investigators he chose Diane because she posted under the fetish section, and he hoped that she would be more agreeable to having sexual contact with him and his miniature horse. I promise Diane's fetish is some, like, I'll step on your balls. She wasn't like I'll eat a horse out. Who's that much of a fetishist? Mm-mm. It's got to be his own board. He like got, ropes, gotta, chains. Like we could do that, but horses was not 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 a part of the the agenda. You gotta go to farmersanimalsonly.com to sign up for that. <laughs> horses only, apparently. Yeah. All right, Karen. Guess the race. White. All right, Karen's going with white on this one. Oh, wait a minute. I don't see. It's picture anymore. Oh shit! You have to Google tonight, huh? It was on here. I saw it when I clicked on the shit. Um, huh? All right, I'll try searching for him again. But mm-hmm. anyway, uh, let's get to the answers in the chat. Yeah, I guess so. This was unfortunately the name says black. Oh wait, no, scroll down. Sorry, it's slow. Uh, da da da. Uh, get to the part where you asked. Oh, wait, why am I not seeing what you asked everybody? You already asked everybody or no? Mm-hmm. It's right up underneath right. Mm. It might be a slow uh, updating. I really don't see it. Oh, I see it. Uh, no, this is from Iowa, right? Fake dick, fake crime. My my little horny white. 
Okay, I'm, I'm waiting. I'm wait. I'm trying to. Sp- oh, I see still, it now. Okay, my little horny white. That's hilarious. Lowballing cheapskate who ain't thinking about the horse mental health, animal cruelty. White. Aww. This white man stays on Old Town Road. I didn't know I couldn't do that. White animal house for real. White trigger. White old McDonald fucked the horse. White <laughs> and white. <laughs> Correct answer is white. <laughs> um let's see uh so i was trying to find this picture i want it looked like they took it down it was a white oh, dude shit now oh but they took it down yeah I and it was why. in i saw it earlier wow man he gotta be white now i know he white they took the fucking picture down yeah that shit screw they only do that for white people and cops did they scrub your shit off the internet? Mm-hmm. Well, they just be like, a man, a, a, a police officer stepped on somebody's face and shot him in the, in the head. And you're like, wow. But no, there's a picture of some handcuffs. Like, wait, wait a minute. These look photoshopped. I don't get this. All right. Except for when them black people, black cops beat up that, that dude in Tennessee. They had their pictures before that, anything happened. It was like, here the video, everything. They did it. Bye. Mm-hmm. They going to jail. Anyway. Yes, sir. Let's get to the final thing, sword ratchetness. A sore willed man. <laughs> we got incoming call. Can't be rude. <laughs> sore willed man walks into Michigan police station, threatens death front desk officer. Oh shit! This is not the same as the story we covered in the past. This is a new oh, story. Oh no! Somebody that minding their business. Yeah. What? Somebody come in. That's the you know. <laughs> they got a sword in their face. Go directly to jail. You literally can go directly to the jail. You already there. You are already here. Over yeah. to the left. I guess who went into a police station and threatened to kill officers. A 33-year-old man is now in custody, but earlier this morning he walks into the Warren Police Department waving a three-foot-long sword and yelling, CIA, CIA. Well, the man leaves, but Warren Police Commissioner Bill Dwyer says they know this guy. See, he's just you know, kind of like the sword man now. Uh, that's the nickname that uh, is floating around, but seriously speaking, I mean, uh, he's something, someone that really needs help and Fortunately, that we didn't have to take any action this morning as far as any physical action with him, but we will have him committed. And again, that man is now in police custody. Luckily, no injuries to any of the officers or anyone. Again, that man will now undergo a mental health assessment. And I blame Netflix. <laughs> yeah, I give them credit. They was like, yeah, we're going to be sure he gets the help he needs. There's something wrong here. And they did, you didn't hear about them shooting him. And uh, they probably gave him some wood shampoo in the back. <laughs> I, I don't want you to do that either, but, but at least they ain't be like, we shot him dead. This time. All right, child, that's it. We'll be back tomorrow with our Walking Dead recap. Until then, I love you. I love you too. Mwah. <laughs>